Thanks for joining me on this Cleveland Baseball Morning. The final from Progressive Field in Cleveland. It's the Cleveland Indians 6, the Minnesota Twins 3. I'm Davey Barris, lifelong Cleveland baseball fan. And it's really hard this morning to want to talk about the actual game on the field, to enjoy baseball. Uh, With what happened in the NBA yesterday... And what's happening around Major League Baseball right now, and what's happening in our country, I would not be surprised if the Cleveland Indians don't play baseball on Friday with Tristan McKenzie scheduled to pitch. Wouldn't that make a statement if Tristan McKenzie said, there are bigger things in the world right now than me pitching my second Major League start, my chance at a Major League career? Um so we will see what happens moving forward. But um, there are things that are really wrong in our country right now. And I 100% support the NBA players who didn't play yesterday and the baseball players who didn't play yesterday. And we will see, you know, waking up Friday morning and reading Twitter and reading everything that's going on out there. Uh People in this country have a voice, and they're going to use it. And I can't stop thinking about two lines from the musical Hamilton. And I know musicals can be cliche. I know they could be cheesy, and it's Broadway. It's supposed to be. But the big line, obviously, history has its eye on you. And there's a small line by John Lawrence where he says, we'll never be truly free until those in bondage have the same rights as you and me. And uh, seeing what's happening in this country right now to black people in this country, it doesn't feel like we're truly free. So the Indians did play last night. We, we will see what happens going forward. We'll see if there, tomorrow, today's an off day. We'll see if there is a series this weekend in St. Louis. Or, you know what? I, I wouldn't be surprised if all of Major League Baseball follows suit with the NBA and takes their lead. And uh, shuts things down for a while because the country should be focusing on how to fix this problem of police violence, not focusing on sports. The Indians had a good game yesterday. It's a shame that that we can't wake up and enjoy it. Clevenger did struggle to start the game. He... uh, Clevenger should not face Max Kepler anymore. Uh, maybe we, we literally, let's start with an opener maybe on Clevenger starts against the Minnesota Twins so he doesn't have to face Max Kepler. Maybe he should just walk him. Max Kepler has led off against him twice this season, and he's homered in both those at-bats. They were hitters counts. This one was 2-0, and he got a ball right down the middle. Big home run to right field for Max Kepler to start the game. Clevenger should maybe just pitch around him. Maybe just walk out to the mound and just, walk them to start the game, and then face Jorge Polanco. So the Twins create a lot of damage, a lot of trouble in the first, but it never really turns into another run. Polanco walks, Cruz grounds into a double play. Rosario singles, and then on Marwin Gonzalez's single, Rosario like hesitates, sees that Tyler Naquin's going to just lob the ball in, and then breaks for third base. Cesar Hernandez is quick enough to flip the ball to third, fire the ball to third, and they nail Eddie Rosario trying to get to third base. So uh, an old adage is you don't make the first or the last out at third base. And Eddie Rosario learned why. Because it really ruins a rally. 
And Clevenger, from the sound of it, from what Hamilton was saying, Clevenger did not seem locked in to start the game. you got to imagine a lot was going through his head. So you can understand how a guy, his first start back after his team told him they didn't want him around for a while, he's going to struggle. He's not going to be locked in. But he did lock in on this game. Yeah. Clevenger actually finished with a decent start. Six innings pitched, eight hits, two earned runs, a walk, and six strikeouts. That's actually a decent line. That's that's a quality start right there. So Clevenger was able to find it. The Indians have a chance in the bottom of the first, but Fermil Reyes hits a deep fly ball down the right field line that Max Kepler steals from the wall. Max Kepler is a good right fielder. He is really good. Took away definite RBIs from Fermil Reyes right there. The Twins scratch across another in the second. This time Miguel Sano doubles, and then Lamont Wade singles to bring him in. Uh, Lamont Wade had himself a a weird day because he does get that RBI, but he had a lot of trouble on the base paths. With Kepler batting, he tries to steal second base. And how many times do we tell you, don't steal off Roberto Perez? He gets picked off trying to steal second. He would actually get picked off of first base later in this game. So Wade did not have a good day on the bases. All right, for the Indians, they get things going in the bottom of the third. Delino DeShield singles to lead off and then steals second. The play was challenged. It was overturned. It was, the original call was out. It was challenged, overturned, and he's safe at second. That's great. It's great to see the Indians being aggressive on the base paths, especially with their center fielder hitting ninth permanently in this lineup you realize this lineup has not changed the outfielders have rotated but the actual lineup has not changed in weeks so he's safe at second and that's why you put your center fielder batting ninth your speed guy batting ninth so that he could just create chaos which makes things easier for the top of your lineup to create rbis cesar hernandez walks and then jose ramirez takes a pitch down the line into right field and it just clears the wall from a home run. It felt like he got all of it when he swung, but uh, it just barely clears the wall right in line with the foul pole. A huge home run. It's sixth home run on the season for Jose Ramirez. That is great to see because it if we've seen him swing for the fences a couple times in the last few weeks and come up empty. And just like Francisco Lindor's home run the night before, this looked like an easier swing. He still had good follow-through. He still had good mechanics. And when you let the mechanics work and trust your swing, good things happen. From here, Clevenger and Barrios really start to lock in. Clevenger gets two strikeouts swinging in the fourth. Barrios gets three strikeouts swinging in the bottom of the fourth after Tyler Naquin singles. The Indians do have a chance to scratch across a run in the fifth. Francisco Lindor doubles with two outs. On a wild pitch, he moves up to third. So it's a chance for Carlos Santana here in the bottom of the fifth with two outs. Unfortunately, he strikes out swinging on a changeup where Jose Barrios definitely pulled the string on him, got him to swing over a changeup, and Barrios was fired up. You could tell that there is a lot of heat between these two teams, between Sergio Romo and Barrios and Francisco Lindor on our side, these guys are fired up to face each other. And we know uh, Barrios and the Indians have gone back and forth before in the past, right? They had that great two-game series in Puerto Rico 
where Lindor was a hero one night, Barrios was a hero the other night. So this is a rivalry that is red hot right now. And it's good to see guys on both sides fired up. It makes it fun. All right, so the Indians go into the seventh inning with a 3-2 to two lead. Oliver Perez comes in to pitch, and he gives up a double right away to Adrianza. I believe this is the one that bounced off the wall for Delino to Shields in center field. Greg Allen actually comes all the way across from left and is able to recover it and get it back in. I mean, we've seen that's how inside the park home runs happen. So it was amazing to see the speed from Greg Allen to get all the way over from left to back up Delino to Shields on that play. He gets it in. However, uh, Alex Avila hits a sack, well, kind of a sack fly to right, a fly ball to right. It moves up Adrianza to third, and then Jake Cave is able to single into right and bring in Adrianza to score and tie the game. Oliver Perez has not given up many runs on the season. He only goes a third of an inning. His ERA moves up to 1.5. So that shows you in this short season how good he's been pitching, uh, that he gives up that run there, and his ERA only bumps up to 1.5. But Phil Maton comes in, and Phil Maton gets a double play to end the inning. Phil Maton pitched great today. He actually gets the win in one and two-thirds pitch. No hits, no runs, no walks, and a strikeout. Phil Maton's ERA is at 0.93. I was going to do a whole thing on Phil Maton today, but you know what? I'm going to hang on to that because we're going to wrap up this summary, and it's just not the right time for it. In the eighth, the Indians put together a rally. Carlos Santana singles. Fermil Reyes walks. And then Tyler Naquin drops a double down the left field line. What did I tell you yesterday about Tyler Naquin? He can double anywhere. He can put that ball anywhere he wants. He's not just one of these pull lefties. And he drops a double down the left field line. Scores Carlos Santana. Reyes goes to third. Greg Allen then hits a sack fly out to right. Fermil Reyes comes in and scores. I think uh, someone had the stat. I don't know if it was Sarah Langs, I think, had the stat on Twitter that uh, his speed was 27.7 feet per second or something like that, which is above league average. And uh, they were joking that Fermil Reyes, when he needs to run, we've talked about it before, Reyes, Santana, when they need to put a little gas in, they can get themselves moving. So great to see Reyes come in and tag up and score. Gives Greg Allen a sack fly and an RBI. Roberto Perez is hit by a pitch. Delino DeShields flies out. Tyler Naquin does move up to third. And then Cesar Hernandez, with two outs, gets a single into right field and brings Tyler Naquin in. And it just felt like that kind of inning where the Indians were just going to keep piling on. It was not a good inning for Sergio Romo, who definitely was the hero for the Minnesota Twins two nights ago. Cesar Hernandez singles this time and makes it a 6-3 game. And that would be all the Indians need. Brad Hand gives up some fly balls, but gets an easy one, two, three to end the ninth inning. And don't look now, but Brad Hand's up to nine saves. Brad Hand is, he's doing really, really well right now. All right, so that's how it went down. Cesar Hernandez gets on base three times for the Indians, a hit and two walks. We know we keep track of how many times Cesar Hernandez gets on base. He is doing fantastic at the top of this lineup. Jose Ramirez, the home run was his only hit, but three huge RBIs that really put the momentum in Cleveland's favor. Lindor goes two for five. He's got his average up to 260. Santana gets another walk. I know that makes his fans happy. Naquin, two for four on the day. Don't look now. His average is at 310 with an 802 OPS. 
Tyler Naquin's got the second best OPS on this team behind Fermil Reyes. Greg Allen has a hit, a double, a big double, and he has that RBI. And uh, Delano DeShields had a hit too. So that's how it went down for the Indians. Look, MVP for a day is not anyone that played sports yesterday. MVP for a day goes to the NBA players for standing up for what they believe in. It goes for anybody who stood up and spoke out yesterday for the people that stood and protested peacefully for I driving home. I drove through Shaker Square and there were people standing out there peacefully protesting. And, you know, all I could do, I was wave to them, give them a thumbs up to let them know I support them. But that's who's the MVP for the day yesterday. All right, so we'll see what happens. There's an off day tomorrow. They're supposed to play in St. Louis on Friday. It's supposed to be Tristan McKenzie's second start of his major league career. I don't know what's going to happen in the world between now and then. So if they play baseball, we'll be back to cover it. And if they don't, then good. Then we should all take the rest of this morning and listen to what the player said. Listen to the statement that the Milwaukee Bucks made. Listen to, I believe Greg Allen released a statement for your Cleveland Indians. If you want someone in Cleveland to hear what they have to say. So that's all my thoughts. Thanks for joining me on this Cleveland baseball morning. Continue the fight for social justice. Black Lives Matter. Demilitarize the police. Remember, by staying silent is the only way hate and racism can win, and we cannot let it win. The final last night from Cleveland, it's the Indians 6, the Twins 3. You can follow me on Twitter at Davey Barris. You can now email the show at clevelandbaseballmornings at gmail.com. Let me know your thoughts on the game, and we'll discuss them on the show. Also, I'm hosting this podcast on Anchor, so if you go to anchor.fm forward slash clevelandbaseballmornings, you can leave a voicemail for the show. We'll play them back on air, respond to your thoughts, and we'll have a fun conversation amongst the fans about baseball. And believe me, right now, I will take your thoughts on anything, and we will discuss them on the air. So thanks again for joining me on this Cleveland Baseball Morning.